0: welcome everyone back to the reader copy recap it is monday september 27th uh my name is chris and i'm joined by my brother daniel
1: howdy everyone you guys are joining us on what if number seven what if thor were an only child
0: uh, brothers forever
1: <laughs> <laughs> and i you know i know my brother was thinking the whole time like yeah this could be me i could be party chris right now i could be party chris <laughs> living up in, in midgard
0: <laughs> Uh, I wish dad never stole you from the frost (laughs) (laughs) giant
1: I'm the Loki of the family are you kidding me
0: Um. this as is every episode directed by Brian Andrews but again we're switching back writers to AC Bradley
1: right right so uh, is this more in the, the Chris boat of things as far as the episodes go Um. no okay okay <laughs> We, we, we we'll... I guess it's not the writers it might not be the writers I don't know we might be in the same boat for this one then for this episode
0: this was like what if Thor was Van Wilder <laughs> <laughs> was, was just Ryan
1: Reynolds right he's uh, <laughs> yeah. kind of like a fusion of, of both brothers a bit right kind of in a way
0: yeah i guess uh i don't know why does thor act like this because he's not like growing up with loki he's now like this careless guy
1: i guess is it because he doesn't have this younger brother to annoy him so is he just you know he has no one to be better than so he's just like whatever it's just what he's like the prince, so he doesn't have to worry about comparing himself to anybody else.
0: Uh, I guess. I mean, he was kind of like this already in Thor 1, even though Loki was around. So, I did. more of that now.
1: Maybe it's because you don't have like Odin, you know, always comparing the two. Odin is kind of an, a jerk when he's like pitting his sons against each other a bit. You can see it as yeah. the trilogy goes on, you know.
0: R- right, yeah. He did love Thor more all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this one starts off kind of where Thor one started with odin defeating the frost giants but instead of keeping loki he returns him to the frost giants and uh this also begs the question why does loki not look like a frost giant like all the time
1: yeah i think it's that extra magic that odin put on him like you know some jazz hands over loki and then he just looks like an Asgardian, not so much frost giant i think
0: okay well um we'll see later that he is just like full-on frost giant but because thor didn't grow up with Loki as a younger brother I guess he's crazier now he's careless and and now that um, at this point Odin is going to go into his Odin sleep right everyone needs their Odin sleep yeah afternoon nap pretty much right mm-hmm uh, perfect timing cuz Frigga his mom is also going to be going away so it's, it's totally like what cat in the hat when the parents leave,
1: party <laughs> <laughs> time uh, the cat can show up so uh thor he's like now's my chance um he's gonna go to to midgard a backwater planet even though heimdall's got his eyes on him, he's not gonna look over at midgard where it's like you know
0: outer rim world earth no one's no one's gonna look for me there they talk about uh heimdall a couple times in this episode but he doesn't really do much like they they show his eyes (laughs) but they say he's gonna be watching thor but he doesn't stop him and thor does like kind of go to earth and this is when we run into uh, Jane Foster and Darcy Lewis. So
1: they were already uh, knowing an alien might show up to uh, some type of invasion, they thought, because uh, of an anomaly of a planet nearby being destroyed. And so they know something is showing up in Las Vegas, of all places.
0: And it is Thor there with uh, his... It's like the Warriors 3 and um, Lady Sif. And they're there to do what everyone does in Vegas, is just to like, party it up.
1: A joyous party, right? As guarding style, they're, they're they're throwing drinks around. They're having the time of their lives up in in Las Vegas, and like the humor's like, all right, I'll g- join in. This guy's Chris Hemsworth, plus he's fun, you know.
0: <laughs> and then the party just continues. It it now is almost just like a Marvel Easter egg bundle of like space and aliens and stuff. Because like we see like some scrolls there. We see like a bunch of like the Guardians are there, and a lot of people from Sakar are there from like the movie, right? The grand- Grandmaster. Um, there's even Howard the Duck who show up in an earlier episode
1: yeah. and, and he hits on Darcy right away and they're like, oh, there's a thing there. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, they approach uh, Jane and Darcy approach Thor because they're like, oh, he's like the first contact of alien life form. Right. But really, he's just, like, there to party, right? And this is what I kind of don't like, is Jane Foster just, like, falls for it. And, like, I get it. It's Chris Hemsworth. But, I mean, like, (laughs) she, like, easily just, like, kind of, like, fits into... Just, like, gives up and, like, wants to party with him.
1: Totally. I mean, again, you have to put your mindset in what if. It's... We have half an hour to get this done. We have to get (laughs) the the ball rolling. So, she's just going to fall in love with him. How can you not? Um, Even though she's, like... Worried, like what? What are these aliens doing here? All these random aliens, and also aliens that yeah. we know don't come up until later movies, and they just show up at the same time together. The scrolls and as gardens are hanging out, right? Weird, weird setup, right? Just go with it. Just go with it. There's friends.
0: a there's a cool sequence when Thor is talking to the scrolls, and like they, he makes them all like look like him. Yeah, <laughs> a little kind of funny. Yeah, and there's still like some parts of the episode that are like taken from the movie. There's, like, a scene where um, Thor kind of explains to Jane, like, what you think is magic is really just, like, our science. And it's, like, both kind of combined. Just because you can't explain it. To you, it's magic. But to us, it's, like, science kind of.
1: Really? Okay. So, they do have, like, a, a back and forth between the two of them. He's definitely magic. She likes the science. And they even get, like, matching tattoos, right? Between the two of them. Yeah. Like, showing off the other's favorite, you know?
0: So, how, how do you tattoo Thor? Isn't is his skin? Like impenetrable,
1: so you probably have to go to like Nidavellir, right? Get some type of awesome like <laughs> tattoo gun. You know, uh, Peter Dinklage would have to show up. It's stuff. Well, He should have showed up. That'd be kind of fun to have him back and be the guy at the tattoo right. shop. That'd yeah. be cool. Mm-hmm.
0: I Yeah, I question. Maybe it's just like a, a stick-on temporary tattoo.
1: <laughs> oh, he, hes not really showing love for Jane here. It's just kind of a—it's—it's a, it's, it's a <laughs> night in Vegas. What stays there, you know, that—that you, right. that exactly. saying makes it all the way up to Asgard. <laughs>
0: Um uh, they party all night and then now it's like um the hangover okay yeah Jane's like waking up in a crazy hotel room everything's a mess Uh, there's a shot of Rocket like in the bathroom sink (laughs) (laughs) they know how to live it up and they're awoken by it's Rumlow and Maria Hill banging at the her her hotel room door and uh, it's of course S.H.I.E.L.D. and the crew they're questioning Jane
1: Foster up and down because she's the first one to mention oh the aliens are coming and so she must know Mm -hmm. something about why these aliens are here
0: she's embarrassed too because like you know she did warn them but then she ends up like hanging out with them hooking up with them so she's trying to like hide That Thor and all the other aliens are actually in her hotel room, just hanging out in
1: there. Yeah, but yeah,
0: and they're explaining like um, Uh, Marie Hill is like acting director because like (laughs) I think it's Korg that did like a cannonball and like injured Nick
1: Fury. (laughs) He's out of there, so Marie Hill's acting director, and come to find out, Thor is actually in there, but uh, Marie Hill never sees him because he's already out the door. He's kind of uh, a what do you call walk of shame out of there or something? I don't know what Thor is fly out of shame.
0: (laughs) This is when um, Maria has like no choice. And they activate the beeper that calls Captain Marvel back to Earth. Um, so that was their quote unquote last
1: resort to take out these these aliens. And um all the while while this is going on, Loki shows up to join the party out in Paris. All oh, right. And this yeah. is where we see Frost Giant Loki make his appearance with his other frost giant friends.
0: Now, because Loki and Thor didn't grow up together, I think like maybe like he didn't annoy him enough so that they're actually like buddies. Like they are still friends even though they didn't grow up with each other
1: right they're like bros um yeah which also makes me wonder about like the relationship between the frost giants and asgard was there never this like weird you know they didn't have to have a truce because there's never never any war you know
0: i guess yeah because like normally they'd be like enemies but now they're like hanging out they're going on vacation together (laughs) right they're just
1: chumming it up and then thor notices oh there's a shooting star in the sky make a wish loki and <laughs> arriving there is Captain Marvel finally to put the stomp on on Thor
0: Captain Marvel this is the big question like who's stronger Thor or Captain Marvel right like who's the strongest being in the MCU and um, I know they're both heroes so they didn't want to like do a definitive like answer but I think it's Captain Marvel if you really go like full out
1: so we're talking about Thor in this state too right he hasn't mm-hmm. um beat Thanos in the end He ha- doesn't have Stormbreaker yet or you know Know, become unworthy whatever do you think uh even at the end the final Thor we get he's still she's still better
0: more powerful i should say i i think so because they do like fight it out right and it's Totally like a cartoon style of fight because like they're punching each other into other countries and you could like, it's like you see the map of the world as they're landing, right? Right. Um They like knock each other across the ocean. One of them ends up like in England and something. And they don't like, they don't fully end the fight because Thor just like puts Milner on her to like, because he wants to just stop fighting, right? But I think that like Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel was like holding back.
1: I think so too. I think they mentioned it later on. Um, I think we haven't seen her all her powers yet. Maybe she doesn't even know it yet. Uh, I guess she's had it for a decade now. We've only really seen a lot of her in her own movie, and in like the other movies, it's just tidbits of her, right? Right. So we don't really. I feel like we don't get her her full strength yet in the movies. I think she's ho- waiting for the
0: next movie, or you know, Captain Marvel two to show it off. <laughs> So um, they come up with a plan where, like, Captain Marvel is going to, like, fight Thor somewhere, like, less populated, right? So that way she can kind of, like, go, like, a little stronger. And then um, Jane Foster comes up with this idea to try to contact Frigga, right? Because, like, "If, if Thor's real and Loki's real, then Frigga must be real from mythology. And I can just call her and she'll, like, bring back Thor. They do some type of like satellite
1: coordination to amplify their signal. Big phone <laughs> call, and they call a Frigga up in Asgard, and I think Heimdall is the one that gets the message, and he passes it along somehow, right. or or Heimdall actually. Um, uses the rainbow bridge to bring Jane Foster back up to Asgard right right right
0: and then um, this is when like it's almost like a Star Wars hologram that appears of Frigga in front of Thor right and this is essentially like the oh the parents is calling and we're gonna be home a day early so now the house party has to end and we gotta clean up before the parents get there like just like Ferris Bueller or something
1: yeah Ferris Bueller I felt like this episode felt a lot like uh, that one episode of Saved by the Bell where they had to throw a party at screech's house
0: right that's one of the best episodes of all time i think so too because do you know what happens is the elvis speaking of elvis in vegas the elvis statue breaks (laughs) that's right they have to (laughs) replace it right so they're charging tickets to the party well they also had like a poker game with (laughs) um with like the bully nerd guy (laughs) because he's rich (laughs) <laughs> and then uh, they have a plan to like I forget what they do, but like outsmart him or something. But it doesn't work, so they end. I forget. Maybe I'm confusing episodes. No, but, I like... think
1: you're right. I think there's there's the ca- cameo <laughs> right from Nano Two One Girl. Yeah,
0: that's uh, a tory spelling. Right. It, yeah. Let's just switch over to Save by the Bell now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> one of the best shows. Better than this one. Marvel, you should buy that series. Disney. Yeah.
0: What if Save by the Bell was back? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it is, but it's it not is. the same. <laughs> Um. So then, Thor is like, "Guys, we need to help clean up. I need help," but everyone's like, "Nah, this is your problem." <laughs> they all kind of just like bounce. No,
1: the friggin' frost giants stole St. Louis's uh gateway arch. You know that big gigantic arch, yeah. and they're gonna make a slingshot with it or something. And no one wants to join in
0: to clean up. Even the Grandmaster is like on the scooter, and he's like, "They were keeping the scooters," and then like teleport out of there.
1: <laughs> It takes Thor's like Odin's strength to draw up all the thunder and get everyone's attention and say, like, Frigga's coming, clean up after yourselves. And everyone starts (laughs) to join in and, like, all right, fine. And, uh, put everything away, clean up the Leaning Tower of Pisa and all that.
0: Yeah. There's like another montage, uh, kind of in reverse now, That like cleaning up, like there's one where like, I think like Thor smashes all the ice that they had put all around like Mount Rushmore to like deface it. Oh, So he's like cleaning that up. And, and then just like when Frigga finally arrives on earth, uh, it's like the thing where like you pretend like you guys are studying or something. <laughs> right. Just open
1: up your book and then go to a page and the book is upside down
0: yeah Thor was like teaching like a class <laughs>
1: okay class yeah like like he's tutoring everyone um also why is he studying isn't he like a like a grown warrior already like why is he studying
0: i don't know but it's totally like totally fake and he almost gets away with it except when he calls back mjolnir and it has like he- heck of crap on it like beads and like candy and graffiti all over it. underwear yeah <laughs> So he's pretty much caught um, and he's in trouble now, so he has to go back to Asgard. But before he leaves, he, he has like this moment with Jane Foster, kind of like, oh, maybe we can like go out for real next time.
1: Right. Trying to get her number, but ultimately they, they get a date out of the situation coming up at some point. So uh happily ever after between the two of them.
0: I did not like Jane Foster's character in this. It felt out of character, like not like what Natalie Portman would portray in the movies. Uh, it, yeah, it just, I don't know, it didn't feel the same at all
1: organic okay like she is a genius and she's just succumbing to his woes i guess i don't know but i guess that's they do fall in love or like each other right in one and two
0: uh yeah i guess um in age of ultron thor says like they broke up right so like maybe she dumps him but uh this version of, of Jane Foster just feels like... a I don't know. They made her seem like they dumbed her down almost. You know what I mean?
1: Maybe. Uh, I felt also this episode was a chance to bring her back. Like... Remember, she's a character because we're going to have in the next movie. Uh-huh. It's been a while. It was back in, since Thor 2 that we've seen her. And we know they've broken up. But maybe people forgot or don't care about uh, Natalie Portman. But this is a chance to bring back the character in this funny little show.
0: Yeah. But up to this point, I kind of felt like this episode was a little bit of a throwaway, like just for goofs. And I didn't really care much about it too. until the very end. And it's almost like just like a, a cliffhanger for, I believe, like the finale. Or the next two episodes or whatever it is. But uh, a portal opens and like a bunch of Ultron robots come out along with Ultron. And he has like all the Infinity Stones.
1: And inside of Ultron's head is Vision's face. Like as if Ultron was the helmet, right? It was kind of a cool effect. Um, I remember seeing this, you know, Ultron big guy in the ads, but I didn't know that was Vision in there.
0: I'm assuming this is like what would happen if Ultron did take over the Vision, like that was his initial plan, right? To build Vision and then inhabit that body. And my guess is, in that world, he defeats the Avengers, finds all the Infinity Stones, and now is trying to take over multiple dimensions. So um, that's why he's coming out of a portal. That's why he has all the Infinity Stones. It looks badass. Like it's around his neck too. Like he's got some drip. (laughs) I think the word is ice he's got ice is it right he's got ice he's got the the gems Um, and then Thor looks on like in in shock and it kind of just ends there it's definitely like a lead into the next this is probably my guess the reason why the Watcher has to assemble these heroes from all the episodes to like fight off whatever you call this Ultron vision right
1: I like your theory and I think you're right but maybe another thing was racking around my head maybe um, vision for some reason was the one on like Voromir, and he was trying to get Mm. the um, that last Gem to and what she had to sacrifice was maybe Scarlet Witch. Well, if it was like something that just broke in his head and he's just out to kill everything, I think that'd be kind of cool. Um, and like put on the Ultron equipment because he knows that's like the best technology out there or something. Yeah, I think that'd be kind of cool, but I, I,
0: I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's in the comics, there's the age of Ultron comic books, uh, story, right. Which was, uh, I don't know. I didn't really like it. Yeah. Um, and then there was also Marvel zombies, which I liked in the comics. And then later there was like a Marvel zombies versus age of Ultron storyline. Was there? So I, yeah, I wonder, like, it'd be cool to see that in the what if show, like maybe this vision was the vision. Of, I, I don't know. Cause that vision killed himself. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know, but. Uh, uh, that stuff like that is what I want to see in in the cartoon form. That'd be pretty cool. I I didn't know that was a thing. I mean, both worlds
1: are kind of like this. Uh, the heroes are kind of always on the run like they're losing right so maybe right. you can apply that pressure to all of these universes you can kind of feel this like overworld type feel with what uh, if it yeah. the zombies or freaking Vision Ultron
0: yeah because both of those are not like mainline stories they're not canon and in Marvel Zombies I think they like eat Galactus and they get the power cosmic which gives them the power to like I think like travel to other dimensions or something so I think they end up going to the Age of Ultron dimension and now it's zombies versus robots because oh they can't eat they can't eat the robots they're not living beings so it's like a good matchup that's
1: kind of fun okay th- I mean th- that sounds like it'd be a good deal if they the good people in all universes somehow just point their problems at each other and they just chomp at each other at a certain point that'd be kind of fun
0: <laughs> yeah I think there was no good guys it was just like back. guys <laughs> yeah guy. <laughs> yeah in, in this un- in this multiple universes I guess right. So, this was episode seven. We have two more episodes, I believe. Um, I think one will be, because there's one that we haven't seen yet, where if, if like, Gamora was Thanos or something like that, Oh right? uh, Oh, oh, right, all right. And then there's the finale, which I think will be whatever going up against this Ultron in Vision's body or whatever.
1: Okay. I I do hope we get them, like, all into one team. Like we said in that sneak peek, it looks like they're going to be joined together at some point and make their own type of Avengers. Um, So, I'm excited. This one, I think it's my least favorite episode just because it did feel like who kind of who cares about this it's like a teenager house party movie and right it's not super serious I guess I think it's a least serious episode
0: probably yeah I realized the ones I like the most are like the darker ones like the Doctor Strange one the one where like all the Avengers are dying and I think still my favorite is the Captain Carter episode
1: Captain Carter okay Wow. you don't think Marvel zombies is is dark blam
0: not really it had too many laughs in it so I oh, yeah. took away from
1: i can see that there's th- that that one might be my favorite
0: all right well this one like you said kind of like just like a just for fun episode like what if is already like outside of the box and not canon and this felt like oh even out further out of like what if this was even crazier than a What If episode. <laughs> yeah, I think they were just having fun with
1: it before we get into maybe more serious tying together episodes. That could be it. Just a palette changer. Right,
0: yeah. So I'm more excited now for the remaining episodes because I think they will be more serious. And I think the finale will be kind of cool combining everything if that is what's going to happen. And I wonder if this will somehow affect other shows. Like, you know, like Loki This series seems like it affects almost everything MCU. I wonder if this, with all the other dimensions and the Watcher, what if the Watcher appears in the live action somehow? I I, I don't know, but like, when we get that deep into it, that's when I get more interested.
1: When it gets into breaking up the other shows and movies. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. If that happens.
1: There could be like one thing to leave out there and it's going to be its little connection, but I don't see it. It's too much going on in these episodes for it to like, make a huge impact. (laughs) I think that's my belief, but it'd be fun.
0: All right, well, we have two more episodes of what if yes i want to see how serious those get hopefully they're not as silly as this one but we will find out and we'll recap it next week on uh monday Um, but until then daniel do you have any kind of outro for this one
1: well you know brother you didn't like this episode you know
0: we call you a party pooper okay thank you all right guys (laughs) we'll see you next week see you guys bye love you